Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. My guest today believes that the deepest and most lasting solution to relationship struggles is the discovery that we are never separate from others or from the source of love. The discovery of that source of love within is easier than you think. Lynn-Marie Lumiere is here to share how to use this teaching with real relationship issues. Are you ready to meet her? Lynn-Marie Lumiere, MFT, is a non-dual psychotherapist, an author, and a teacher with a focus on transforming issues at their source through dissolving the belief in separation that creates and sustains them. Her work is sourced in more than 40 years of dedicated spiritual and psychological exploration, as well as almost 30 years of marriage and practicing psychotherapy. Lynn Marie is the author of Awakened Relating, A Guide to Embodying Undivided Love in Intimate Relationships. And you can find out more about Lynn Marie and her work at lynnmarielumiere.com. Lynn Marie, welcome to Out of the Fog. Oh, hi, Karen. I'm happy to be here. Wonderful. Um, you refer to yourself as a non-dual psychotherapist. Can, can you let the listeners know, what does that mean? What is non-duality? Yeah, it's kind of a big question. I'll do my best to make it simple. Um, it's a, a movement that's been going on that I've been involved in since 1998. So it's not so new, but it's not quite as you know well-known yet as it could be. Um, and what it is is um, a spiritual movement and also uh, taking that spiritual wisdom into psychotherapy that involves um, knowing that there is a self beyond the ego self and that that self or being is the same one in all of us. So there's, there's not a separation. There's not a me and a you and a me and a God out there and everything separate and divided. But really, we have an ego and we have a personality. We have a sense of self. Um, on a human uh, personal level, but there's more to us than that. And we can connect to what is more and being more in the wholeness of ourself that includes the being that we are. We are human beings, and we connect with the humanness on a daily basis, but we can also connect directly to the beingness, and that is the same in, in each person. That's where we truly meet. And so a non-dual psychotherapist... Um, practices psychotherapy the same as any other psychotherapist, but includes that understanding. So I help people connect with that as best they can and bring that to their, their issues, their pain, their unresolved emotional um, turmoil by um, bringing that to it and allowing that to resolve it just by being present with it, just by being able to be fully present with it and allow it to be as it is. And the book is called Awakened Relating. It it seems to me as if my own understanding of who I am in connection to all things would necessarily change the way that I am in relationship. How does that non-dual practice come into Awakened Relating? Well, Awakened Relating is relating 
uh, from or as that understanding. It's including that understanding. And I think um, maybe you have heard of conscious relationship. That's a, that's a term that had been around for about 20 years now or more about being conscious of our issues and taking responsibility for them, you know, being more mindful of what arises between us in relationship. And that's a, a more evolved version of relationship than, say, you know, being unaware, you know, of our issues and just projecting them on our partners. And awakened relating includes everything that conscious relationship is, but try to take it another step. I believe it's the next step in our evolution uh, to come to know that we are all one being. Most of the problems in this world, not just in relationship, but on our planet right now, have to do with too much separation and division and not understanding um, the interconnectedness of all of life and not understanding the wholeness of we are, you know, tapping into the higher consciousness levels of who we are and utilizing that to come into a more unified, harmonious relating with, our, with each other. Well, and there are authors like Scott Brown, who's been on the show, who teaching that that illusion of our separateness is the cause of so much conflict and division and the harm that we inflict on ourselves and on each other and then on the on the world. So mm-hmm. this is an it's an important point. I also know as somebody who myself I've been married for about 32 years that there are times when my wife feels like the exact opposite of me, completely separate. It's really hard for me to see the divine in her. Um and it's and I right because it's an actual relationship with another living person. I have mm-hmm. a hard time finding always that place of connection. Right. Yes. It's a, it's a, a paradox because, you know, we do appear to be separate. We are in different bodies, right? And we do have different personalities and different sets of conditioning and perspectives. So in that way, there are two things. But in the essence of us, you know, in the core of who we are, that basic fundamental beingness, energy, aliveness, whatever you want to call it, that's conscious within us, that's the same. So it's just the essence that's the same, and it's expressing itself in billions of different ways. And, you know, most of the time, you know, we tend to just relate to each other as something separate. They have a whole different perspective, a whole different idea. Maybe we don't agree with it and so on. But as we pay more attention to that within us that is the same, then the more we pay attention to that in ourselves, the more we can begin to see it in others. And so we're seeing both. We're seeing both that, that sameness and sensing that deep connectedness, and we're seeing the differences, and we're holding them to, together instead of just being with the differences and not being connected to a sense of interconnectedness that's inherent in all of us. One of the exercises in the book, one of the suggestions you make is to sit with the phrase, you are the love you seek. And when I, that was very moving to me to read it that way, because in this context that you're laying out here, if I am the love I seek, it stops being my partner's responsibility to um, be exactly the right way, do the exactly the right thing to right. If, if yes. I am the love that I seek, gosh, that brings some responsibility back to me. Yes, absolutely. That changes the whole game entirely. <laughs> 
and that's the point I was trying to make. I'm questioning the the belief that's so pervasive it's generally not at all questioned, which is that love is found outside ourselves, right, in another. And we we seek the love in another as though they have it and we don't and they have to give it to us. And so my book is challenging that and focusing more on the deeper, more absolute truth that it's already within us. Anybody that evokes love uh, in, in relationship with us is evoking something that's already there. And if we do uh, the work to turn within ourselves, to quiet down, to relax within ourselves and find the, the deeper, quieter places inside is where we find access to this that I'm calling the essence of the love within and just noticing, for example, the awareness that is always here, you know, that's aware of everything, and becoming eventually aware of awareness itself. And at first it doesn't seem like much. Maybe we can turn inward and feel a little bit of peace, or we can notice that we're aware, um, but it doesn't feel like, you know, undivided, infinite love. But as we get to know it more, as we become dedicated to it, we become committed to focusing on something beyond the mind that's talking to us all the time, then we get to experience more the qualities of pure love as well as peace, wisdom, and um, more. But we get to, we get to experience that there's a, a love in that. This beingness that we all are is unconditionally loving. And um, that's something that that can bring everybody together because the, truly the problems in the world are sourced in the in the separation and the intolerance of the differences. Now I know that in your practice you see a lot of couples and I would imagine that by the time couples get to you there's an acknowledgement that there's something that they're trying to work out. Can mm-hmm. you give an example from your practice of how these awakened relating techniques have shifted energy for a couple? Sure. Yeah, it's, um, you know, sometimes I work with people who come to me because they already have a spiritual practice or they have a non-dual spiritual teacher or are familiar with non-dual spiritual teachings and then they already have done the work to access this sum and then I can bring it in directly. And sometimes they haven't and it depends on the person whether they're ready or open to receiving that. But if there already is some sense of it or an openness, then we work with, um, it creates more space in each of the individuals because there's a knowingness, you know, it's a subtle knowingness that the other is not the source of love for us. And we do have what we need inside. And even a little bit of knowing that allows some relaxation and space that makes it possible to really hear the other, accept the other, be with what's going on. Like one example recently is a couple where the, um, they decided to open up their relationship and have other partners and all of that comes up around that. And they were able to have more space in themselves to be with what comes up without projecting it on the partner, taking responsibility for it, taking a look at where their reactivity was coming from, 
um, what the to be a, present with the jealousy, um, and this allows things to move, allows things to open, allows us to to come to some kind of a resolution in a way that we can't if we're just operating from the ego, because the ego is always defending itself against these kinds of experiences, and it makes it really difficult. So when there's more clarity, more space, more ability to tell the truth, take responsibility, and accept where what's going on with each other, then things can resolve and move in a way that they just cannot when we're only working dualistically with the ego self alone. So if for, for listeners who might wonder, what is one thing I could do today, tonight, in my relationship that might start to open the door to better communication between us or better problem-solving between us, what would you suggest? Well, if, if, um, if they have any sense of what I'm talking about or any experience, I would say deepen in that, commit yourself to that fully. <laughs> That's the most important experience you have. And if they don't have a sense of being aware of their own awareness or their own beingness or their own uh, sense of uh, love essence, um, then it's uh, one thing they could do immediately. That's what you're asking me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, immediately. I guess it's um, uh, having a, um, a, just being able to pause and relax. See, it's so simple that it makes it difficult because we're so complicated in our heads and everything gets complicated really fast in relationship. But if we just take a breath and relax and quiet down our mind, it's like moving down out of the head into the body, breathing in the belly and relax and notice If there's a gap, see if you can pause thinking for just a moment, which most people can do. I mean, if your life depended on it, you could stop thinking for a moment. And notice in the relaxation and the pause that there's something here. There's an energy that's aware. There's a, a fundamental awareness that's here. And we just be with that. We just be with that because that's beginning to tap into an infinite source of wisdom and love. And it's more powerful to tap into that for a moment than, you know, like 100,000 techniques that we might turn to or whatever our mind is going to tell us to do. We're not used to quieting down and listening to something silent. I know you're an intuitive, so we need to do that when we tap, tap into our deeper intuitive self. It's a lot like that. You know, just there's there's a quieter and more intuitive, silent voice inside that knows, you know, what to do and can inform our words and our actions. And maybe at first it seems like you're just tapping into maybe an instant of quiet or an instant of peace and doesn't seem like much and then the mind comes in with a roar. But it's doing it again and again, one short moment at a time that giving that your devotion and your attention allows it to grow and this deeper part of ourself begins to emerge and it begins to inform the way that we relate to each other. But it takes a dedication, it does take a commitment to to do that and to understand the importance of it. 
You're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, and my guest is Lynn Marie Lumiere. Her new book is Awakened Relating, a guide to embodying undivided love in intimate relationships. One of the things that I that I know from my work as an intuitive and what I teach my students is that when you stop and you get quiet and you take a breath and you go within, there is always something there to find. So you're not reaching for something outside of you and trying to pull it in. You're not trying to do the right steps or dance around or turn around three times. And now the magic thing drops out of the vending machine for you that when you go within, you're connecting to the truth of something that is already there. When couples, when people use this awakened relating technique, what happens when they connect to an understanding that maybe the relationship has run its course? What if in connecting to that knowing of the truth of the connection between the people and their connection with source or whatever the word is you want to use, what happens when it is done? Well, then we, then we be with that. You know, that's the importance of deepening this understanding inside through your own direct experience that we, uh, the source of love is within us. And when we really know that, like I had one of my clients had a big awakening to this kind of all at once, which doesn't happen uh, often. You know, usually it's more of a gradual unfolding over time and a gradual deepening. But she had quite a uh, dramatic understanding and experience of her own being and being universal love and connected to everything. And she felt love for everyone and told her new partner that uh, she was in love with her, but, um, but she was just one thing. She was in love with everything. And her new partner had issues that uh, were difficult for her to be with. So she told her, she said that she felt this enormous um, non-attachment and not in the sense of not caring, just openness to whatever. And she just said, you know, this won't work for me. And, you know, it just was very clear in her being able to ask for that of her partner. And without this fear of, you know, like, oh, my God, I might lose her if I say that, or, um, you know, I can't say that, or I can't find out that this isn't going to work or that this is over because my life depends on it or, you know, this is a source of love and I can't let it go. She had a deeper understanding that allowed her to have the freedom, this is the freedom, to face what works and what doesn't, to face what is stuck in us, to be accepting of the other, to be able to face, okay, maybe this relationship's run its course, whatever is, whatever is the truth. We can face whatever is the truth when we're already okay inside, we're already at peace inside, and we know it. Then it's okay. We can face the truth, even if the truth is, oh, this isn't going to work, or it's over now, it's run its course, and then we accept that. We accept that. That's, that's you know, the beauty of life. We see that clearly. Then we move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. One of the things about the times that we live in is that it is that illusion of separateness. We see that playing out everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's damaging, and I think it's difficult for couples, and it's difficult for people who are not coupled, and it's difficult for parents and children and everybody. Mm-hmm. What are couples struggling most with these days, would you say, and how much does that um, fractured sense of our society and culture that we have, how much does that play into that? That fractured sense of self, it's the core of it. Yeah. It's the cause of it. 
You know, I speak in my book about how the root cause of everything, not just in a relationship, but everything we see in the world, is that fractured sense of self and separation and division, which is getting more and more and more extreme, as you see. Um, And the absence of the connectedness to our interrelatedness, to our inherent unity. If we don't include that truth, things are not going to work well, and they're not working well. You know, they're way out of balance. And what the imbalance is telling us is that, you know, it's saying, this isn't working. Let's, you know, look inside. This isn't working. And sometimes we just keep looking for solutions outside instead of getting it that this is not working, This all of this division. And we have to try to come together within ourselves in some way. So I do think that that's core. And then from there... We have all the other problems that are causing, we have all the other stresses that are causing so many problems, you know, with both partners uh, working and children and, you know, just nonstop, not having time to ourselves, and the hectic pace that our culture is in and spending all of our time, you know, in front of screens and not enough in nature or not enough being quiet, um, all of that. You know, and the stresses of the problems that we're facing globally are all very challenging. And so I presented Awaken Relating as an offering of a, of a deep solution, not a temporary solution, not a psychological or emotional solution, but a fundamental solution that's going to turn all of this around. And I think unless we get to the root, it's not going to change. Uh, it can't change unless we get to the root, and that is the root of the problem. Well, the thing about evolution, you were saying this is our next step in our evolution. The thing about evolution is that we get to a place where we can't go on the way we are and we go on and change. Yes. That's why my preface in my book is titled um, Evolutionary Imperative. It's unusual for a relationship book, but what I'm saying is that we've come to that point. We can't continue to relate to our intimate partners or to anybody or as a whole um, from much longer from uh, separation duality and ignoring our inherent unity and the interconnectedness of the fabric of all of life. That's just not going to allow us to continue to survive. How can the listeners connect with you and find out more about your work? Well, the the one place that has it all is uh, my website, lynnmarielumiere.com, and that has... Um, my psychotherapy work and services I offer and information about my book and events and um, media and everything's on there and contact information and also a way to order the book, which is also on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Wonderful. Thank you very much for being on the program. It's an important message because we put a lot of energy and effort into how fractured everything is. And I receive your book as a, as a, as a healing message, something that knits together the pieces of that fracture. Thank you for being on the show. Oh, thank you for asking me. That was Lynn Marie Lumiere. Her new book is Awakened Relating, A Guide to Embodying Undivided Love in Intimate Relationships. You can find out more about her and her work at lynnmarielumiere.com. I'm going to go ahead and spell that for you. It's L-Y-N-N-M-A-R-I-E-L-U-M-I-E-R-E. 
lynn.com, lynnmarielumiere.com. And of course, you're always welcome to go over to karenhager.com. Oh, there's always fun over there. There's classes and events, and you can book a private session with me if you are so inclined. If you are looking for that place of center in your own life, I'd be happy to connect with you for a private intuitive session. One of the things that I have become very passionate about, and with my partner, that wife of 32 years, who I occasionally have conflict with, but still love, I really do, even when she doesn't put her dishes in the dishwasher, and there are issues with sometimes the toothpaste, but one of the things that we've created together from that place of wholeness is a monthly free guided meditation call called Opening the Peaceful Heart, A Call for Love. And the idea is that we gather with people from all over the world to join in 15 minutes of meditation with a focus on peace in our hearts and peace in the world. We created that as our gift to you. You can find out more about that call first Sunday of every month at openpeacefulheart.com. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace.